Come on kids, now gather round Grab a log and sit right down What's that smell? What's that sound? You're on fire, now hit the ground It's the campfire shit show And now, your camp counselors <laughs> Bo Hufford and Mero Climo Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the main event. No, I'm just kidding. I hope I didn't blow your speakers out. Um, hey, Meryl, how are you? I'm so good. So, so, so good. So good. <laughs> oh, oh, you're so good. You're so, so good. So good. Well, listeners, you can't see it, but we'll try to post a photo. But Meryl's currently, uh, I guess, um, going through a face mask moment where you're yeah. just, you're, you're, face is just dripping off what, what's the product called it's called matcha almond milk they're my radiance uh-huh. plant-based milk masks you you and definitely it, look like a serial killer currently. thank you now it fits now my outer yeah. and inner fit together as yeah. one usually um it's ma- it, i'm i'm a little delayed usually i have mask mondays where i wear my masks right oh. you know i pick a mask and then that's really the whole highlight of my whole day but yeah. i was busy yesterday going to the sauna and I forgot to have the oh, mask. Oh, nice! So, and then our house cleaner came, and it was like just a lot of stuff. So today is Mask Monday. Just I just want—I just want you to know, like how, how first world you just sounded. Like, Why? I didn't get your to face put my mask, mask on. on Tuesday. You're having your face mask on Tuesday because on Monday you had sauna day right before your house cleaner came. Uh, <laughs> just saying. Just saying how it sounds. The Burbank um, infrared hey, good sauna. To see you. So good to see you too. You look so nice. Oh, thank you. You thank look you, like man. um like I, buff. Maybe the, maybe buff? the yeah maybe the computer's just like closer maybe, than maybe usual. I just never noticed how ripped I am. How, how I have <laughs> rock hard abs all the time. I've been working it. I've been juicing my pecs. I don't even believe you uh, have it's abs. Probably uh, <laughs> they're in there someplace. I'm I know, sure. but I, I feel like you wouldn't even uh, see the. I feel like it's hidden underneath like eight hundred t-shirts. Even if I was like super super yeah super toned, like <laughs> I, you'd never see it. Uh, yeah. Um, I'd still wear a big t-shirt because I'd feel like, oh, yeah. We're uh, hey, I just had a, a wild, wild weekend and I wanted to share it with you. I want to hear wild all weekend. about it. Holy fuck. Um, so I know a lot of you guys know that I go to Japan quite often. Uh, and the company that I go to Japan for character Japan, uh, the owner of that company is my very closest friend, uh, Kage Nakanishi and which sounds like the isn't it Nakanishi Towers? Oh my god, in Die Hard it might be. Is that I don't his know. parents? I, I, maybe. That own no. the fictional um, towers. But no? anyway, uh, he came into town. It actually it's kind of funny because we were going to go to Vienna uh, together on a trip. And then he goes, "Oh man, I looked up the flights and Vienna is so expensive. It's like $2500 for a ticket." And I was like, "Good Holy lord." And that's then a lot. Hotel and all stuff. So I was like, well, that doesn't make sense. He goes, but I realized that WrestleMania, the WWE <laughs> WrestleMania, is going to be in Los Angeles, just two and a half short hours of bumper to bumper traffic from me. And I said, oh, really? And he goes, yes, and I want to go. And I was like, Jesus, I don't. I have no interest in WrestleMania. But my best friend said, I want to go. And I said, I'll go with you. Let's go. Let's fucking do it. So uh, he booked tickets. I met him in LA. And uh, it, it was sort of this whole week thing. Like it was like, well, not really. It was like two, two days. It felt like fucking three weeks. So uh, first day, 
was this thing called WrestleCon, okay? And it's essentially oh like gosh. a Comic-Con, only all based in wrestling. So there are vendors, there are uh, talent, there's lots of things to buy and see. Uh, mostly what he was so excited for was to meet some of his favorite wrestlers throughout history. And I'm just along for the ride, right? So first night, I drive to L.A., meet up with him. We grab some drinks. We're staying in a shithole area right by LAX. Oh, God. And the reason we stayed there is because WrestleMania, two days later, is going to be at uh, SoFi Stadium, which is this huge stadium in L.A., right? Holding, like, I think, oh, 80,000 or 100,000 people. It's an insane amount of people it holds. So we stayed close to LAX because it's easy for him and I could get there, whatever. But it is a shithole area and, and very, like, scary. Yeah. Um, like, like for example, I'll get back to WrestleCon in a second. But the first night I got there, we decided uh, he brought cigars and uh, some whiskey. And so I got there and we're like, well, let's just sit in the parking lot. Uh, and sit on these picnic tables right by the airport and just like smoke some cigars and catch up and chat, laugh, whatever. We sit out there and we're the only ones out there. It's late at night. It's probably, you know, but not late, like 11, 30, 12. And all of a sudden I see a wolf. Like we're in Los Angeles at the airport. (laughs) And I see a wolf just slowly walking through the parking lot. And I'm like, Oh my God, what, what is that? What is that? And I kind of like am startled by it. And uh, I'm like, oh, is that somebody's dog? Must be somebody's dog, right? But I'm looking around like there are no other people. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? So I'm like, it's not a hyena. I'm sorry, not a hyena. It's not a, <laughs> uh, a coyote, which is you could see those in LA all the time. Right. It's bigger than a coyote and it looks like a husky slash wolf Like thing. an Arctic wolf, yeah. And I'm just like, at first I'm like, that's somebody's dog. Don't see anybody. Then I'm like, okay, this thing's getting a little closer. I'm like, okay, this is getting a lot. So close, in fact, that I'm like, I'm getting up on top of this picnic table. I'm like, I, I'm not, I'm not fucking around with this wild dog. <laughs> that's just like looming through the cars looking to eat something or someone. <laughs> Finally, it just like turns and looks at us and then like walks away. But I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, this is this is a perfect example of L.A. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. We're just a random wolf for no reason. <laughs> you would yeah. never expect to see a wild wolf or dog, like, walking through a, a very populated parking lot in, in sort of, like, inner city area of Los Angeles. But there it is. It's totally I feel there. like it had to be it's a coyote. Called... It wasn't. It was white. It was white. Oh, okay. So it really and was, like, like, a tundra. It, it looked like a it looked like a dire wolf from fucking Game what of Thrones. What the hell? It probably like, was one so, someone's dog. It probably was, but like, what was it doing out in the middle of the night <laughs> yeah. in L.A. by the airport, <laughs> like of all places? Um, so that kind of started the night of like weird. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then later we're like, there's. I mean, unfortunately, my friend Kage booked us at the Holiday Inn LAX because it was affordable and from afar, Japan. He was like, oh, this looks great. looks fine. No problem. But we got there, and I was like, oh, yo, dude, this is not a good area. This is not good. You know, like where there's a gas station on every corner, and then there are lots of people just living on the streets. Oh, yes. Yep. And you can't really do a lot of walking because, you know. If you leave the hotel, then you're. Yeah. We walked to a liquor store, right? And it was like 
two blocks up, but you had to go underneath an underpass. Oh, you God. You know, like a, a highway underpass. And it was all fenced. But there's a sidewalk, but a fence for the actual underpass. But all the fence was ripped open in all these places, and it was just covered in tents and weird sounds. And it took us like maybe three minutes to walk through the whole area and it was pitch black no lighting and just sounds of humans and rustling and like people going like i'm gonna get you you know and i was like i was like no 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 no." i was like be careful be careful there's always so much drama in those groups too for 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 having like no possessions or no anything there's like what are you fighting i was just telling I was telling Kaga, I'm like, it's, I'm, this is not me looking at humans who are suffering with uh, mental illness or right, drug addiction right. or homelessness and going like, they're lower people than me. That's not it. It's that it, when you're in that situation, as much as you feel uh, sorry or uh, helpless or hopeful to like provide in some way for these people it is scary in the pitch dark it's like being in a in somewhat of like a realistic haunted house of like yes these people aren't in their best place either and so you don't know what you're up against right right yep. and so i'm telling kaga like hey be careful be careful and he's like what am i being careful about and then all of a sudden you hear this guy go Ugh! and then kaga's like oh fuck and he's like we're supposed to start running like we're grown men running like i don't want to be stabbed or fucking you know asked for like all my money and my shoes it's just like it was just like it was too much and they have and they was, have i heard of someone that walked by and they got scary. stabbed with a needle like one someone stabbed yeah. them with a needle well like, i mean like, i don't know maybe that happened i don't probably sure it has happened in the history of history but when i was in um, my sauna I'm appointment sure i not, heard that the, the person in the sauna next to me was talking about it oh in their sauna <laughs> while you're getting your nails Sauna done talk. Yeah. Um, encrusted with gold leaf um, <laughs> the wolf yeah. ran by with like a little like bonnet in its hair or something. yeah <laughs> so i was like dude there's just like the only way i could describe it is we didn't see any people but we heard them and i was like those are goblins that's fucking goblins in there you know <laughs> and so in the first night we encountered wolves and goblins i'm like we're living in the middle <laughs> earth man this is weird <laughs> Uh, but we had a good night, and the next morning we got up early because Kage was really excited to go to WrestleCon. So we headed out, and we took, uh, you know, we drove 30 minutes to get to this place at the uh, Biltmore Hotel. And we get there, and there are just wrestlers and wrestle people everywhere. <laughs> and I mean, everyone had like a championship belt, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, they have it over their shoulder, and they're going to get it signed and all this stuff. And, and so everyone's, like, hardcore fan of this shit, right? And I'm like, okay, all right, here we go. And I'm not making fun of it. I, I know it sounds like I am right now, but I'm not making fun of it. It was just like these people are so happy to be here. These are all similar fans of the same thing. And so everything they're talking about, everything they are about in this moment is all wrestling, all of it and so my friend is like totally in he's like oh <laughs> yeah so he the first thing we want to do is wait in line for goldberg the wrestler oh I don't yeah know if you know goldberg well, that yeah. is he's so the goldberg, owner of the he's the brother of steve goldberg who owns the belly up i've met him oh, a bunch nice. of times oh nice yeah yeah because um, he, he would come to the belly up and be really intimidating and like he would just uh, be mad that they wouldn't serve hot dogs or like something would be on the menu wouldn't be on the menu that he'd be focused on and then they'd have to like run oh, and get boy. it and they're like oh yeah we carry hot dogs oh. and it like wasn't like that 
Of course, we carry Philadelphia cheesesteaks from yeah. Philadelphia. Yeah, he would just uh, come yeah. in and have like a whim, and then we, everyone would like cater to him. I don't know. Is he from San Diego? Um, I don't know where they originally grew okay. up. Yeah, but yeah. Um. So we waited in line for an hour and a half to get Goldberg's uh, photo oh my gosh. and uh, autograph. Um, and. I was just, you know, and everyone's just talking about, yeah, in WrestleMania 17, when such and such beat such and such. And I'm like, I'm just like, okay, okay, yeah. I mean, I have no information. I am completely out of the loop on this. I'm like, I remember Hulk Hogan. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, yeah, I'm yeah. so out of, out of date and everything. Um, but we waited. We get up there and uh, we say hi to Goldberg. My friend gets a photo with him. And then we go along our way. And it's like. All right, this is what this day is going to be, you know. Was he in full and costume? Like, was Goldberg and no, all the wrestlers? No, he just had a leather jacket on. No, oh, no. okay, okay. Uh, but he didn't have any kind of crazy outfit when he wrestled. He was always just, like, I think shirtless, maybe. Um, but then we go into the next couple rooms, and boy, is it an experience. Like, there's a room full of all these retired wrestlers now, if you're older like me, you'll remember certain people like Randy, you know, uh, Sa Macho oh, Man yeah, Savage yeah, yeah. Or, yep. or, or Rowdy Roddy Piper and these people. Well, a lot of these guys are passed away at this point or, or just like too old to do it. Mm -hmm. But there were some guys like Jake the Snake. Uh, oh, no. Uh, it was Hacksaw Jim Duggan and uh, Mick Foley and Sabu and Sergeant Slaughter and all these guys, right? Lex Luger, the Steiner brothers, you know, these people that I can't believe I'm even uh, remembering right now. Um, they're all at these booths. And I mean, there's like 75 to 100 wrestlers, right? Maybe more just in these little like eight foot booths. And they're all selling photos of themselves and autographs oh my god so, I, the thought of someone not getting any visitors I, yeah like i can't emotionally yeah. handle that i can't there were a lot of people like bret hart who was getting a line of people waiting to get a photo for 120 dollars and an autograph everybody's like you can't take photos with these people without paying them it's, even after you, you paid admission it, to get into the whole event absolutely not that's crazy with if you want a picture with Ted DiBiase, well, then you got to pay $35 or whatever his premium is, right? Mm -hmm. It's kind of wild. It's kind of wild. My friend must have spent like several hundred dollars more than I'm saying just taking photos and getting autographs. And it was wild. I mean, I didn't do any of it, obviously. I was just like, uh-huh, no, 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 I'm good. I'm good. I wonder what happens but if those people go to, like, In-N-Out Burger afterwards and they and a fan sees them and asks right. for a photo. Can I get a photo? It'll be $30, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It, it just kind of, like, I get it. I get it. But also, it seems kind of like a, a wild business to be Oh, my God. Of. Was there anyone standing there, there without any, any people going up to them? No, there was one guy that... Uh, I felt really bad for because his name was Lex Luger, okay, back in the wrestling days. And this dude was in a wheelchair. And oh, so it was God. like, oh, it made my heart hurt. And nobody was getting a photo with him because it's like, well, you know. Now, I'm not saying nobody ever did, but when I was there, nobody did. There were a couple wrestlers that were like, nobody even knew who they were. They were so old, you know. We got a young crowd. And so it was kind of sad. It was it was actually pretty depressing. Oh, my God. I'm going to find him on Cameo and book him right now just to talk uh, to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
<laughs> yeah, so that was that was kind of wild. And, and you know, so it was two days of like six or seven hours of me just walking around with my friend looking at wrestling toys and autographs. And again, I'm not talking bad about it. I'm just like it isn't my thing. Right. But I was more than happy, more than happy to do it with my friend. Um so but it was just kind of a it, it was almost like you know, like a room full of aging actors who haven't had any business in a while and they were like, "Well, I got to get my money where I can, you know? Got to pay my bills." You you know I love those like the Venn diagrams where things overlap. That's how I always think about stuff. Yeah. Did you find yeah. that w- were the wrestling people also a little bit of like the Monster Jam truck people and Comic-Con people? Or like, because it is a slightly like redneck, but yet animation or like entertainment driven. Yeah. Now, here's something to think about. Um, there are different crews of people. There are the people that absolutely believe that wrestling is real. There are people that know it's fake. They know it's a show. They know it's acting. They just love it. And then there are people like me who are like, I know it's fake. I'm not really into it, but I can see the appeal to these other people. Right? Yeah. I can see why people like it. Just the way I can see why people like anime or, uh, you know, it's still kind of anime, but Pokemon. It's like, I'm not really into it, but I get it. I get why people like to dress up like their characters. That they feel connected. And when they run into someone else who's into the same thing, they're like, oh, my God, you like Pokemon, too? It's like <laughs> you can talk about it, you know? Whatever it is. And I, I'm not discouraging that. I love the nerd of the world. Um, but this is definitely on a level where <laughs> there's a point where you go like, I'm a nerd, but I ain't that nerdy. You know <laughs> right, what I mean? Right, 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 right. Thing. I think a lot of us in our own groups think that like our nerd isn't as bad as this other nerd. It is. It totally is. You know? See, I'm like I'm like um, a like bird watching nerd or like I'm I'm off to the corner of like I would s- yeah, I would say that if you can imagine someone going to a Star Wars festival or a Star Trek convention mm-hmm. or uh, even a, a Disney convention, it's like you can kind of understand who those people are in these groups. Wrestling is absolutely like, you know, it's like uh, redneck opera. Really, it is. <laughs> yeah. And I, I don't mean to say redneck in this like very bad way, but it just seems like trailer trash. Yeah, opera. I think they would and, proudly and have that okay. badge. Right. That's okay. It's, but a lot of people are so like, yeah, you beat them up. You beat them up. And it's almost like, ah, this this kind of thing is like, I don't really want to see two men beat each other up. I don't love boxing. I don't love like MMA or UFC. And this is like, <laughs> it, it's it's so fake to watch sometimes. And I'm like, <laughs> you guys are, you guys are totally believe that this is real, huh? Huh? Really? And, and I feel like it's it's done kind of poorly. Right. Um, but again, but again, I support people loving it because good for you. Good for you. But uh, I would say like being there and, and seeing the people who used to do it and feeling bad that their bodies are so worn down. But they've been successful. They've they've gotten they've gotten money for this time in the sport, you know. Um, and was WWE like anyway, one of them? Like that's under WWE WrestleMania is the main one. That's the that's the main one. They put on WrestleMania. Oh, okay. Uh, now I don't know the whole hierarchy, but there was NWO for a while. I think there was, I don't know, a bunch of different leagues, but they all kind of came together. Um, and is that stuff really big anyway, in Japan? I, shoot. Now here's is, the difference in Japan. 
it used to be so popular. It still is, but it's a lot more realistic. They're actually kind of like wrestling. They're kind of like doing it. And so my friend grew up on that and grew up on American wrestling and loves these characters, right? He's like, I like all the villains and Andre the Giant and these people that are like bigger than life. And so I get it. I, again, I think it's uh, I think it's cute, you know, kind of mm-hmm. thing. Um, anyway, we do two days of WrestleCon, waiting in lines, getting photos, meeting wrestlers. And my friend had drawn, done drawings of them and was like giving it to them Aww. as like a, a, a gift. And so everyone was really cool they all like oh you're from japan like we were we, we went to japan on this year and blah 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 and, and they a lot of them had wrestled there um but it all led up to the final day that we were there which was for wrestlemania the main event and so we took an uber from our hotel over to sofi stadium like i said it holds eighty thousand people and it was packed packed oh my gosh and they had all this like just uh, uh, fireworks and lights and people <laughs> screaming and and everyone's like so into people dressed up like their favorite characters and boy it was like twenty dollar beers and fifteen dollar hot dogs and all the things you expect from a, a major sporting event and it was crazy there was a lot of famous people there like uh, Snoop Dogg came out and uh, Bad Bunny was there and <laughs> Lil Uzi, which I think is a person, and uh, Logan Paul wrestled oh, one of the matches. Oh yeah! Oh, he's and good so, though. He he got good. Actually, actually, I got to tell you, his wrestling was fucking awesome. Yeah, he was electric. It was awesome to watch. I highly recommend people watch this match because he was good in all things. It felt like the most real fight. It did really. But a lot of it is just like. They're doing these dumb moves, and then, like, somebody, they, they pin them, and then it's like, one, two, oh, he moved, and, you know, that kind of thing. And they keep building up, and it's, like, building the story of, like, one was about a father and a son who grew apart, and now they were wrestling for the first time against each other. They're gonna, the son was going to be like, fuck you, dad, and the dad's like, you're going to treat your mother and me correctly. And it was like, <laughs> he, at one point in the match, he, he spanks him with a belt, and no. everyone's cheering so loud. Uh a couple of the matches were, you know, tag team women teams. And it was like, uh, this person beat me 10 years ago and I'm coming back to get them. And uh, John Cena was oh, wrestling yeah, the, yeah. one of the guys. And, and that was a big deal. But of course, like before John Cena's match, they brought out all these wish, uh, make a wish oh, no. uh, foundation kids. And it's like, oh boy, they're really, it's just pulling out all the stops, all the stops, man. And so it took four hours to watch wrestlemania four hours (laughs) i was like i'm done i'm so done how do they like go between yeah so it's just match after match like or is it like a bracket style there's time in between there's like a little movie or a little something or they bring out a musical guest or some silly thing because it's on pay-per-view or they have commercials things like that so there is space um but it was just like I don't know. It was so silly. It was so silly. I know, but even with the fakeness, the athletic prowess that people still have to be able to jump up on the bars and flip and do all that stuff is really impressive. 100%. 100%, Yes. It was awesome to watch that. But uh, it's not my thing. It just isn't my (laughs) thing. And that's okay. My friends loved it, and I took a bunch of photos and video. There was a guy that we didn't know sitting beside my friend. Uh, My friend Nolan went and met us from Seattle. And so... 
there was a guy beside him who was talking about the stats and how he thinks this guy's going to win. And then when he was losing, he was getting so frustrated and mad. Like, no, he's supposed to win. He deserves it. You you were mean to his dad, blah, blah, blah. He's had all this backstory <laughs> in his mind. I was just like, what and he is really going believes on here? It? 100%. 100%. That's concerning. I, I tell. I, well, I mean... Do you believe reality TV? I believe conspiracies, which is actually funny because I yeah. think a lot of conspiracy people would also be the wrestling people. And that's funny that they yeah, like I wouldn't believe in the moon landing, but they do believe in yeah. <laughs> Roddy Piper's. In the, the Hulk Hogan landing? Yeah, yeah landing like these people that, are like that, really. That <laughs> flying elbow. Did people, um, <laughs> like, did people flip out of the ring and onto the floor? Oh, so many times. Like onto the so chairs and stuff? Times. Oh, there's so many moments. So many moments. Um, it was ridiculous and wonderful. Um, again, it was like watching, th- it, it is watching theater. And so if you can redneck go opera. at it that way, yeah, redneck opera. Um, and then finally the next day we kind of like, we went out and just hung out and drank and had a great time. And it, it was so good to see my friend, uh, Kage and Nolan. And it was just awesome to hang and get a weekend out. And then Kage and I came back and just really hung out here at my house for a couple of days, sitting on the patio and smoking cigars and drinking scotch and acting like, you know, I love that uh, we had uh, acting like we had problems. So it was great. We had a good time. Be honest. Have you, so have was, you, have you looked in the mirror and like tried some of the wrestling moves since you got back? Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I haven't. I have not done the thing that you just asked me. Darn it. Um, <laughs> uh, have you ever dated a guy who was into wrestling? No, thankfully not. Um, no, but the only thing worse than that is I did date uh, the boyfriend before Jack was super into golf, and I that was even worse. Oh, I think I'd rather like wrestling. I'd Me rather too. I'd wrestling. rather have a wrestling person than like a golfer. I feel like guys can golf, golf, but like take it, themselves so seriously in the wrong way. Very you know? much so. And it was a, they. It's all day drinking martinis, and like he would subscribe to Golf Magazine, Ugh. and that's what I get for dating boys way older than me. That's, that's <laughs> <laughs> how old was this guy? He's like a grandfather. <laughs> um, he was ten years older than me, but yeah, so. But okay. but now him and his wife are like golfing happily and like that's just there on every PGA tour. So that's great. Yeah, that's great. everything is in its place. There but is no, not one. Uh, is it the waste management uh, uh, golf tournament? I think it is. Oh, where that's it's popular like, it's in a La Jolla. Crazy party! It's like a party where everyone's like chugging beers and screaming. It's oh, like God. an absolute insane thing. Uh, it's like no other golfing. Uh, event so that I, I guess I could do that but then it's like then it is wrestling meets golf kind of yeah I would need to find like yeah. a ski ball kind of person that's really why if there's like a ski yeah. con or something that's <laughs> what, I, I love ski, ski con. <laughs> wow uh, what are you up to what did you do this weekend oh my gosh I did so much this weekend I just can't even begin to tell you but <laughs> which, which I'll tell you in a few I weeks because I don't I, I can't <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I hogged have to remember up. something yeah, in a few. But wait, next week we're not going to have an episode because you're leaving for New York, right? I leave for New York uh, this week. I'm going to New York City, spend some time with my friends Diego and Velvet, and uh, I'll have lots of stories when I come back. I'm sure. And this is going to I'm be going a redo. With two things in mind. Yeah, I had COVID last time. We got yeah. COVID last time, and so uh, I got a flight 
Uh, I had a bunch of points, and the timing worked. I got, I got a flight for eleven dollars. No um, way. Don't. Yeah, no, that's the truth. And so I was like, well, there's no reason for me not to go because I have a place to stay, and my flight's eleven dollars. So everything else is just gravy, right? Uh huh. Um, so I'm going out there, and there, I have two things. I'm, I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do right now, and I hope to God I get to do them. I want to go to Birdland, which is a jazz club, a very popular jazz club, uh, and I want to go to a comedy club. I want to go to the, the Comedy Cellar. So oh, yeah, that's cool. Those two things. Um, yeah. la- Other than that, I've, I've done a lot of New York. I've done a lot of New York. So I went to the um, – and we can find it if anyone cares, but I went to the – the Chinese restaurant that you guys recommended in Hell's Kitchen, and it was like one of my best oh. restaurants ever. Oh, oh, good, good, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We went. It was like a dim sum, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, there again. It it's like oh, in a I'm little so... basement. Yeah, you down a couple stores. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, it was great. It was great. Um, um, well, third, if I get oh, the chance. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. No, you no, tell I, me. Third. I don't need to talk. Anymore. No, 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 I really no, need no. to know no, the no, third. No, 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 no. Uh, What's I was third? Say, I, I would. I would like to see Little Shop of Horrors on Broadway if there's a, a, a free or not a free, but like a, a free seat slash, you know, uh, some cheap seat that I can get and oh, I just go yeah. by myself and I'll just I'll just hit it up if they're my friends are busy and try to pop in and watch it because I love Little Shop of Horrors. I grew up. That was the first music cassette I ever purchased with my own money Aww. was the soundtrack to the movie of Little Shop of Horrors. What was your first album that you ever bought? Grease. Uh, see, a musical. What yep. is it about us kids? And All I would right. cry right. at beauty school dropout. I don't know why. I would just cry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'd cry. You'll be a dentist. Um, oh my okay. Gosh. So I'm just kidding. Okay. So what else is going on with you? you? You must have more. You must have more. Well, I have. I, I talked this whole time. I love when you. This makes me so happy. I'm appreciative. I you love hearing your stories. I feel like your stories are really wild, but they don't make me that angry. But I do have some stuff that makes me angry. Oh, I, what is it? Well, I wanted to do a, some bug bites. Well, let's do some bug bites then. <laughs> okay. Yuck! Bug bites. Okay, I I my first one is voice memos in general i freaking hate <laughs> voice memo you thank god you do not voice memo and i have a lot of friends that are holding out in text i, yeah. I voice to text yeah. but i have a few friends yeah. bless their hearts oh, but they they all seem to fall I under like totally agree with you like and i'm like do you guys just want to do a podcast or like why why are people voice memoing yeah. and it's rude no one wants to listen to one me? Yes, yes. And I yeah. feel like I have a few friends and they know it. Like they laugh about it and we send memes to each other about it. But like they'll send me a three minute long voicemail and I have to sit and basically take notes. I'm like, okay, address this, address this. And then I'm like, right. and then it goes away. Right. Uh, I, have a, I have a friend who does that. It's really, I only have one friend that does it. And uh, when they leave the uh, voice message, I'm just like, I have to listen to like eight of these because it's like in one minute. Yeah. yeah. Some shit, you know? And I'm just like, come on. Like, which one did I listen to? They're not they're not titled and they're not. It's like so stupid. It's annoying. And, but, you know, I'm sorry, friend. I, I didn't mean to throw you under the bus right here. But like, I really don't love it. I don't love it. I think they know. I think um, voice memo people know they're they're aware yeah. enough because the voice memo people they're are lazy. smart. They're smart, but lazy. They're lazy. And it's a little bit yeah. they want to feel like they're talking on a walkie talkie. Yeah. And this I'm not. Yeah. I'm not Batman. This okay, well that's sprint cellular. <laughs> that made me um, upset. 
or continues to make me upset. Okay, something happened at WrestleCon, and I thought this is something I really hated, irritated me. I had a, a little bit of time. I had to like shake it off. It doesn't need to bother me. I feel like, in some ways, it shouldn't bother me. But I'm standing in line. The line is an hour and a half long. I'm about 20 feet from getting a photo for Kage of Goldberg, and some guy comes up and asks the people behind me, hey, if I put, pay you 20 bucks, can I jump in line here? And the guy's like, no. And so he's like, all right, okay, no problem, no problem. Ask the guy behind him, hey, if I give you 20 bucks, can I jump in line? The guy's like, absolutely. And just yeah. lets him jump in, takes his 20 bucks. And I was like, yeah, but you suck. You suck. Because I just waited. Now, listen, it's not about me waiting and, and been able to. If I could have, I could have paid 20 bucks and not waited. It's not about him winning. It's about, okay, but if 50 people did that, in front mm -hmm. of that guy, then what? Then we're clogged okay again. Would right. he be okay with it if he had to like wait an hour? No, because he's he's doing this shit, and I'm like, oh, that's kind of shitty to everybody else. Like, just just wait in line like everybody else did. We're all following the rules. We're all doing our thing. Why is it that you somehow get uh you know, I guess rewarded for cutting in line, even if you paid twenty dollars? I don't give a fuck. Why do you get rewarded? I don't like these people. It's the same I, thing in my nerves. Right. It's the same thing in driving. Like when the lanes are closing and the person always has to go up to the very, yeah. very tippy yeah. top and then someone lets them in. And yeah. it's like like with the rest yeah. of us are waiting nicely. But then at the same time, would you feel the same way if someone slipped uh, the uh, host a $20 bill to get into the restaurant? Um. It's no, I just expect it. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's the same thing. And so then I started thinking, I'm like, I hate it over here, but I understand <laughs> it over here. And so then it kind of had this little bit of like a dilemma in me to be like, oh, I hate this person, but like, I get it. You know? And that's like Disney Fast Pass, too. I guess that's just how right. we're it's set up on a society. It's an of... organized version. Yep. Right. Yep. Huh. Oh, if you have money, you can get whatever you want. Right. Faster. Because, yes, money save having money save should in theory save you time in the society that yeah. we've built. And that's yeah. that's played out. Rich, but rich but people I think people have all the luxuries. They do, they do. But I, I would almost think I'm surprised that they would want to spend even twenty dollars to then on top of their other money, that's like a fifty dollar photo. You would be surprised. They don't have the time, so they pay the twenty bucks so they can get that signature and keep on moving. Get over to Ric Flair. <laughs> Who's that? You know? That's a that's just a Rick Flair. That's his that's his signature. I've learned a lot, guys. I've learned a lot. I feel I feel like I've grown a lot in the last. Who, who is five your days. favorite wrestling girl? Your wrestling vixen? Oh God. Who would you like to put I on mean, a chokehold? I don't have any that I can even think of. Oh wait, they uh okay so I, I okay I can say one. I can say a couple. Uh. Japan has their own wrestling thing. It's called like Japan Yoshi or wrestling Yo uh, Joshi. And it's like a team of like, I don't know, 20 Japanese wrestlers. And they're the tiniest girls. They're just these little like five foot, four foot to five foot tall girls. They don't look that muscular, but they wrestle each other. And it looks Damn. amazing. It looks amazing. So I haven't watched any of it, but uh, Kage explained it to me. And I met the girls there because he was speaking Japanese and stuff. And, and, and I was like, okay, I could get into this because they're not like these mega buff dudes and women. Right. Like, you know, women with huge muscles kind of like freak me out a little bit. It's not my style. It's not my style. Um, and so uh, to watch a bunch of <laughs> like small, <laughs> That's cute looking girls just being like 
ah, you know, like wrestling. That seems amazing to me. And it's probably well so choreographed called, too. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna have to check that out. Mm, check it out with our sponsor Adam and Eve. Enter code Campfire fifty percent <laughs> off. Lube up that shit. Use the wolf. Whatever oh you need to do. Oh my god. Oh my god. Ride in on a goblin and a wolf. Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. Well, so I'm going to go. Yes. I've had enough. I love you, but my mask is drying now. Um, so we won't see yeah. everyone next week, but we will be back in full force the week after. Yeah. And if you don't listen this week to week, you'll never even know that happened. So I, we love true. you. Wait, we'll wait, wait. You before later. you go, before you go, when uh, oh, I will be, we're going to be down in person together because I will be in San Diego at a hotel for five days. So look out, world. Look out, San Diego. Look Here out, San Diego. She cometh. Look up, Kearney Mesa. Okay, bye. All right, I'll see you, Meryl. Okay, bye, bye. Bye. This episode of Campfire Shit Show was produced by Bo Hufford and Meryl Climo. It was edited by Bo Hufford, and the theme song was composed and sang by your friendly camp director, me, PB and J. If you've got a question or you want to be the next camper of the week, email us at campfireshitshow at gmail.com. Say hi to Bo and Meryl on Instagram at Campfire Shit Show, and please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. Well, kids, it's time to pack up the camp and put out the fire. But don't you worry. We'll see you soon on another episode of the Campfire Shit Show. Hi, I'm Don Brody, a comedian with a history degree and the host of the podcast, Hilf, History I'd Like to Fuck. <laughs> In each episode, I am joined by a new guest who has assigned me a subject from history that they want to know more about. And ooh, do I deliver. I dig deep in the annals of history and serve up the most delectable nuggets I can find. Join us and find out for yourself that history is a party and everybody's coming. Ha, 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 ha.